0: Do School Better, a podcast for people who want to transform education. Join Doris Corda, Hawkins School's Associate Head and Director of Entrepreneurial Studies, as she shares her experience as an educational reformer told through conversations with Assistant Directors Tim Desmond and Allison Tanker. The Hot Chicken Takeover Fostering Deep Learning. In this episode, Doris explains why all learning must be relevant, meaningful, and timely. To illustrate, she describes how she leveraged the shortcomings of student research in a first business problem in order to drive deep learning on the second business problem. Can you describe what it's like to really teach this course? Yeah,
1: so it's funny because, um, you know, I've been training you for this last semester, and I'm actually going to bring up an example that you can talk about what it felt like, all right? All right. (laughs) So uh, because this... uh, you know, you just live this, and it's a, this is, I'm going to bring up the the good data example from how chicken takeover to um, beam, okay? Yes. Yeah, so that's exactly what this feels like. So here's here's the deal. Um, the reason it is so powerful to use real problems as the vehicle for all this mm-hmm. is that, um, is that, is that every bit of learning is relevant and meaningful. Everything a student does in this course is clearly important for whatever they're working on. And as a teacher, that's where you live. Where you live, where your head is, every fiber of your being is, is your you're with what they're doing and what they're thinking and what they should be thinking and what they're asking. And you're being crazy opportunistic. You're staying one step ahead, one step ahead at all times of them, of their thinking. And you're looking for those opportunities for crazy learning. And I'll give you an example and ask you to share parts of what you did there because you lived it, and you can talk about what it felt like. So Mm -hmm. uh, the first business this past semester was Hot Chicken Takeover. I, in my conversation with the CEO of the first business we're going to use, I always, I have a line that I always use. Um, You know, with all of them I say, it is my great hope that you get something out of this, that the students give you something out of this that's useful to you. I really hope so. Um, but the primary goal of this is learning, so it's possible that you will not get anything useful out of it. And I want to know if they're willing to do it even so. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually important, this is kind of aside, but that's sort of sure. that's pretty important because I've even had in the last year and a half um, especially the last year as the class has gotten better and better developed and we've had more and more businesses go through this I've actually had business CEOs reach out to me who really would like to use our students as a consulting service or you know so I yeah yeah. any right right and it's really not about that obviously okay so anyway when I'm talking to the business that I'm thinking is going to be the first one, I add another line after that. I say, also, because you will be the first business, and by the way, during that first business, uh, three weeks or whatever that we spend, Mm -hmm. students are coming in with no background, nothing, no skills in this. We're they're drinking out of the fire hose as we're guiding them through learning all kinds of foundational methodologies in your case the it is very probable that you will not get anything useful out of this <laughs> and 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 the reality is it's a really tough first 3 weeks for the students they end up presenting to the CEO of that first business they get through that and feel huge success usually i mean they're, they they do given how little experience they have they they come out with something that they're very proud of and they should be and it's great and they go into the next thing feeling wonderful and that's awesome but the reality is that a bunch of high school kids given a real business problem with 3 weeks to do it and no background mm-hmm. uh don't typically come up with things that the business themselves wouldn't be able to. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So their their presentations are pretty bad actually. Yeah. Um and They're really shallow. They're really gruesome, actually, most of them. But that's okay. That's That's where they start. That's where they start. And as as you've heard me say many times, the best way for someone on the outside to get a glimpse into what this class is about Mm -hmm. is if they come to all of those final presentations for each of the four projects because Mm -hmm. you really see the growth by doing that. But anyway, so coming out of Hot Chicken Takeover, the students... As always, felt great about what they'd done. And it was a Friday, so they went into the weekend feeling wonderful, which is awesome, and did their reflections and did all their work over the weekend. And then they come in Monday and they're gonna feel ready to take on now business too. Now they've been through it once. They know what they're going in, they know what to expect, they feel better. Um, that weekend while they're at home feeling great for the first time (laughs) because it's been such a hard thing. Um, uh, I know you remember that I called you.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I called you on a Saturday, on Saturday morning, either Saturday morning or Sunday. I don't remember which, but one of those days I called you early. I remember I was... I'd gone, I was going shopping, I was going to take a couple hours to go shopping, and I was at, it it was right when, it must have been 10 a.m., because it was right when Nordstrom was going to open, and I was (laughs) sitting in my car in the parking lot, and I never got out of my car, because you and I were on the phone for two hours, (laughs) and then when we were off the phone, it was time for me to leave. So anyway, I remember it very well, but I just don't remember if it was, I think it was Saturday, but anyway, um, I called and I said, Okay, Ms. New Teacher, uh, I need to talk to you about what you need to do this weekend, and it's crazy important. This is, this is super important. This is where the learning happens. Um, on Friday, we watched these presentations, and uh, there were, in each of the presentations, of course, we... We tell them they need to be validated. They have to have evidence. they have to support their uh, support their solutions with with numbers and data, et cetera. I said we had a really, really weak um, supporting data, to say the least, for example. In one of the presentations, and this is just one example that I remember, I could mm-hmm. list many. One of the presentations, one of the teams made a major point in their of a recommendation with a beautiful uh, pie, chart. pie chart yeah that 's exactly right pie chart, and in small print down at the bottom of the slide, so so that you know the pie chart showed you know overwhelmingly eighty eight percent or 80 percent or ninety percent I think it was ninety percent blah blah blah. And then in small print down below, it showed that because we told them they have to show what this is based on, mm-hmm. it showed that um, this was based on a, on a grand total of 10 survey results. Okay. <laughs> and this was like key to their, okay. To their so eye I eye. said, "Show. you have to, uh, is an old-fashioned phrase, you have to strike while the iron's hot. Mm-hmm. You, you can't, this isn't something you can wait until Wednesday. You, you seize the moment. So they're coming in on Monday, and we're gonna have a short amount of time to debrief and process the presentations and hot chicken takeover and the solutions they came up with, et cetera, As we then go into Beam, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Here's what we're gonna do: we're going to uh, have them first. They come right in the door the next week, and uh, Jonathan from Beam presents to them. Mm-hmm. So Jonathan will present to them biz two, which is dental insurance, um, much more sophisticated problem, Mm -hmm. um, lots for them to figure out. And we are going to actually reflect on hot chicken takeover immediately after Mr. Nett leaves. So they're now, ooh, beam, wow, this is going to be harder. Mm -hmm. They're put on their new teams, and we're then going to reflect on hot chicken takeover. And when we do... We're going, to, we're going to have them discover for themselves that, that there is such a thing as good data and there's such a thing as bad data. And we're going to point out, we're going to have them realize, whoa, we just presented recommendations with beautiful slides dressed well, clear voices to a CEO for him to implement in his business based on 10 survey results (laughs) Okay, (laughs) and what that means. And they're going to be interested in learning about how to be analytical about these things um, and get into some kind of technical meat when it comes to looking behind the cover covers when they do their research and understanding things like what, is it, what does standard deviation mean, and what does this mean, and what does that mean, and how
0: did I suggest you do that? Yeah. Well, so that day, I remember we hung up, and I immediately started Googling all sorts of different articles, videos. Uh, journal entries, all sorts of things that had to do with, you know, how to make decisions based off of data, you know, data-driven decision-making. I found a lot around that. I found a lot about the use of statistics and Mm -hmm. also how to present data, not Mm -hmm. in, in, in a visual format, but also in compelling ways that isn't just, you know, numbers on slides and all of this. And I remember, I think I think I pulled between 18 and, and 20 some
1: yeah.
0: uh, different articles, videos, and things for the students to... Do you remember what I suggested we do with those? Well, and initially I think we thought we would give them, all of them up front as a jigsaw where they would pull them apart and you know, divide them out amongst their team and then come back and discuss. But after we went through them together and realized how valuable all of the different elements were, We decided to split up the articles over the next week as homework assignments for them to really digest and reflect on.
1: And even beyond that, what we did is we thought through and we thought through right now,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. right now, tonight, where's their head and which one would be most compelling and the first ones that we gave because i remember suggesting you look for some that are more academic and dense Mm -hmm. but others that are stories Mm -hmm. uh case studies about businesses that succeeded based on that and businesses that failed based on that and we And you did a great job of having a lot of good stuff, and then we went through together to pick the ones that were best. We started with the ones that were stories, Mm -hmm. a couple stories, and um, I don't remember even, there might have been, one of them was a video, I think, Mm -hmm. okay? But they were pretty jarring, okay? Whoa. Especially the one where somebody's failing, right? Because of it. Kind of jarring. And... The what they read and watched that night and we hadn't said anything at that point that first night about a hot chicken takeover. but we knew that if you read that and you watch that and you just presented what you did and did what you did over the last three weeks these kids are smart they're going to make that connection mm-hmm. so the next morning when we start class with News Circle mm-hmm. and we get past news and we say alright Let's talk about beam and what is the challenge. What is the challenge? That was the first thing. We always do that right after that first day. The next thing we do is have the students in a circle process what is the challenge and why is it a challenge and what they learned about the business. As they're doing that and now they've watched this thing the night before and they've read this thing the night before, I don't know if you remember, But I asked right then, why did we assign last night what we assigned? That's all I asked. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember which one, but one of them immediately said because and made that connection. Mm
0: -hmm. And Mm -hmm.
1: then asked another couple questions. And basically what happened with very little from, very little from us, was they started processing, whoa, whoa, we just gave really, really bad solutions to a business. (laughs) I mean, honestly, that's, like, we did not do a good job. We did not look behind the covers at all. We have no clue. We are babies. That night, we assigned a very dense one with a lot of basic, basic terminology and definitions with examples. Now, it was dense but digestible to somebody who had no background. We also, that night, assigned something else. And I don't know if you remember my asking you about... Do you
0: remember the other other piece we inserted? It was to do with the business challenge itself, I think, with Beam Dental. We added... Uh, some elements in there about it was a report on uh, dental insurance and how many people have access to it, and there were graphs and charts in there for them to kind of apply right. what they were reading in that dense article to.
1: We did, but there was another another assignment that I was thinking of mm-hmm. that. So these are seniors, and they're in the middle at that time, also of college applications. Oh, right. Right. And t- the conversation is all about this college, that college, rankings, etc. cetera. Mm-hmm. U.S. That's News great. and World Report had just come out with their latest rankings, mm-hmm. literally that week. And in that mix that week, we assigned for them to tell us what, if you're a college, if what you care most about, is your ranking on U.S. News and World Report? What is the easiest thing for you to change so that you can go bump up? Bump your rating. Bump your rating? And they all had to look under the covers of this report that was running their lives. And running, I mean, it's, it makes me crazy, all right, mm-hmm. that whole thing. They had to look under the covers. And some of them figured it out. Some of them didn't. But what they did in Circle the next day when asked, so if you're NYU and you're worried about your ranking slipping. First of all, I said, why does your ranking matter? How do you think it matters? And we talked about why the ranking matters, what the implications are, da, da, da. I said, so if you're NYU's um, uh, dean of whatever college president, And do you care if your ranking slips from six to twelve? Oh yeah, that would be but might you even feel like your job is threatened by the US news and what yeah. So if you wanted to make sure it stayed up there, what is the easiest thing or you wanted to move it up? What's the easiest thing? And several of the kids said, Oh, you have to get more students to apply so that you can reject more because selectivity is the only thing that really of all of those is easy for you to I said that's right. So, when you're getting marketed to by schools that you don't think you actually could get into, why do you think that's happening? Anyway, it was really interesting. So, what was your what would, what did you come out of that with as a teacher?
0: I and I even so I think that was about day two or three, into this series of articles. And, and I remember the, the last night when we sent the final set of articles for them to read and into that fourth day then in News Circle, I remember I, I physically felt it. I felt the shift happening. I, I honestly think it was probably the most dramatic shift all semester that led to them diving into this second business challenge in a much different way than they had the first I remember I was nervous. I was like, but Doris, they're not going deep enough. They're not, I mean, this first one, they're not going to have anything to tell them at the end. And to then watch literally three weeks later, them come in the door to talk to the CEOs of Beam Dental and overwhelm everyone with the amount of data and research that they really had done to not only understand what the heck dental insurance is about, yeah. the access levels to that, and then how some specific consumer products could potentially be preventative care. So, I mean, they did all of this research, but as well, then used a lot of data that they had found and gone out of the building to to uh, retrieve, to really validate what they then told the business. Yeah. I honestly I was so proud of these kids that they could make that much growth in three weeks. That
1: yeah, it's crazy, right?
0: I was I was really shocked. Yeah. And knowing that the timeliness of mm-hmm. that um, kind of anticipating as the teacher, really? that like you said, it's striking all the iron's hot and being opportunistic. And that it, it really triggered a huge amount of growth for these mm-hmm. kids where, I mean, if we had sat them down and told them, we're about to go through a statistics lesson. So we're going to do a statistics smackdown. I think that's what we called yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah. If we were to do that, they would have never... Well, it would be like inter- a
1: regular statistics course where you sign up right. for a statistics course. You come in every day, but it doesn't... You do what you need to do to get your grade. Maybe you're intrinsically interested in it, although maybe you're not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Every student in this class, every student in this class, understood why it mattered to learn that stuff. So will did they come out of this semester with the full course equivalent of an AP statistics class? Of course not. But do they have a baseline understanding? Yes. And more important than not, do they have an appreciation for the importance of statistics? Do they get that if they need to learn it, they can learn it and figure it out? Yes. And will they be doing quality thinking and quality work with anything that they're analyzing from now on, they absolutely will and they won't kid themselves that, oh, this is good enough because I think it. So that really, this, this example that you went through, mm-hmm. that's what it feels like to teach this in a way to get really crazy good learning to happen, even if things like statistics.
0: <laughs> For more information and resources, Go to DoschoolBetter.com. Podcasts created by Tim Desmond, Doris Corda, and Allison Tanker. Produced by Tim Desmond.